It's a common sense recap of the big stories. It's Cats and Cosby on 77 WABC. Let's go to New Hampshire, find out what the heck is going on. We always learn so much from John. And now let's go to New Hampshire. Uh, We have Chris Ager, who is the chairman of the New Hampshire Republican Party. And New Hampshire, I love New Hampshire. I've been there many times for the primary. Uh, They have the first in the nation primary. It is going to be January 23rd. And Mr. Chairman, tell us what people can expect because, boy, uh, less than a month away. Well, uh, hey, thank you for having me on. I'm, uh, I would uh, just let people know to expect the unexpected. Uh, you just don't know what's going to happen. Um, the polling and the general feel over the past you know, six, eight months has been that President Trump is in pretty good shape. But um, Nikki Haley has been making a surge. Governor DeSantis is here uh, campaigning as well. Um, Governor Christie, Vivek Ramaswamy, they've all been on the ground here. So, um, we'll see what happens. The only poll that matters is on January 23rd, and it starts at midnight at uh, Dixville Notch in Hart's location. And so um, we're looking forward to it. In between the Iowa caucus uh, on the 15th and the, and the 23rd, we'll have, we think all the candidates will be here for that entire week. And uh, we do have a debate with ABC and our local TV station, WMUR, on the 18th. That gives a few days for the debate for, for kind of things to settle in and people to uh, to be able to articulate, you know, what went wrong, what went right. And uh, we're looking forward to doing that as well at St. Anselm. Traditional uh, Describe also, and, uh, like, like describe what happens to, like, how the, how the primary works. We had someone from the Iowa caucus on not that long ago, which is very different than the primary process. Yeah, so our primary is is a traditional election where registered Republicans and undeclared voters can take a Republican ballot and vote. We have 24 candidates on the ballot. Our threshold is is relatively low to get on the ballot. You have to qualify, you know, by age, um, at citizenship, you know, per the Constitution, and it's only a one thousand dollar filing fee. And so it's it's. It's a very low bar purposely because we want the voters to, to uh, call the field, not um, the donors, big media, Washington, D.C. We, we want the voters to get a chance to hear everybody who has a story to tell. We let everybody come in, and if somebody catches fire, then uh, you know this is the place they can do that. But it's voters. We do not have any uh, early voting. We have – same-day voting, absentee ballots only if you're going to be unable to go to the polls on Election Day. And we have paper ballots. You fill in the oval, uh, and there's always a place for a write-in, which President uh, Biden is going to take advantage of because he's – I think he's too afraid to be on the ballot here, frankly. The last few times he was on the ballot here, uh, he didn't do so well. Um, And eight years ago – I'm sorry, four years ago, he came in fifth place. So – Instead of articulating his case to the people, he's leaving it up to, to his local Democrats to, to do a write-in campaign, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, we'll have the election results that night. Even if uh, President Biden gets a, a number of uh, write-ins, all of the moderators at the polling locations in the towns are prepared uh, to hand count uh, those write-in ballots uh, to get the, the accurate count. And generally, nobody goes home until we finish the count.
Wow. And everybody, we're talking to the chairman of the New Hampshire Republican Party, Chris Ager. Chris, how often is like uh, New Hampshire? What's their sort of track record for you guys determining who really makes it uh, to the nomination? Because New Hampshire is is such a huge, important state. Uh, And a lot of there's even rumors some people might drop out if they don't do well in New Hampshire. Well, the track record is very good. Uh, Just for some historical context, uh, we've had the first primary uh, for over 100 years, and uh, 2016 was the 100th uh, year uh, anniversary of the first primary here. And we've had the president's name on the ballot since uh, the 1950s. And so we, we have a long record of doing this. Track record's pretty good. Our old Governor Sununu, not the current one, but his father, um, uh, John Sununu, he, he used to say, Iowa picks, Iowa picks corn. New Hampshire picks presidents. Wow. And part of you know, I remember the, Johnson. The good natured. <laughs> yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, yes, he was. Is he still guy. alive? I mean, I haven't checked. Oh, yeah, he is. Oh, yeah. 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 He's good. Still, good. He's, good for him. He's, he's still active and he comes to events on occasion and uh, he weighs in when he thinks he needs to. Uh, so a great guy. And of course, his son is governor. But uh, it, it's, you know, we have a, a real primer where you get a sense of the voters. Whereas Iowa, you get a sense of the voters, but it's mostly organization. And, you know, here it's traditional voting, balloting all day. And we, we have a pretty good track record. The, our winner always doesn't become the nominee. But um, Bill Clinton, for example, he was kind of almost written off until he came in second place here. And he deemed himself a comeback kid. Um, George W. did really well here. President Trump won here. and. You know, in Iowa, you go back and Mike Huckabee, Rick Santorum, um, you know, Ted Cruz won in Iowa, whereas in New Hampshire, um, we we were how in much, a much better position. How much do you think the, the, dif- the differential is right now between Trump's lead and uh, Nikki Haley trying to make a comeback? Or come, yeah. um, I, I was just at a rally this morning uh, that Nikki Haley had in Concord, and I would say that Nikki Haley absolutely has the potential uh, to win the New Hampshire primary. And, wow. Uh, it's, wow. It's, uh, uh, it's absolutely possible. Um, <laughs> she's been here and all very frequently. And every time she comes, she does a town hall and she takes questions from the audience, unscripted, anybody. And, and some people say, if you're playing it safe, you don't want to do that. And President Trump, some people accuse him not accused, but they are, they articulate that he's doing something akin to a prevent defense. And when in sports, you know, you do prevent. Say again? President Trump has been to New Hampshire, though, right? Oh, yeah, he has. He's been about five or six times this year. So he's not ignoring us yeah. at all. He's been here. Uh, but Nikki Haley, maybe, you know, eight, ten times that amount. Wow. And, by, uh, by the way, know, I'm looking at one of, of the. And there is no Democratic primary, right? Uh, there is. There is. There there is. 21 people on the Democrat ballot, but on, the only national figure of prominence, uh, really, Marianne Williamson and uh, Dean Phillips from Minnesota. Um, and President Biden's doing a write-in. But um, I did predict that our perennial candidate, Vermin Supreme, who wears a boot on his head, offers <laughs> people a pony. <laughs> is that like, who's the one that, who's the, the rent is too high? That's like the rent is too the high guy. The rent is too damn high. <laughs> 
Yeah. Every yeah. place has one. <laughs> sure, Chris. He could outpoll President Biden. So oh. uh, we'll, we'll see. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank uh, you. Uh, this uh, last broadcast that we're having for 2023. Great. Well, thank you so much. And, uh, you know, it's all up to the voters.